Tuesday, March 29, the 88th day of 2022. There are 277 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We'll see the legislature gavel back into session today. We'll tell you about that. A couple of news stories of local interest. The March of Kindness continues. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In The No. He is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio Newshawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe. London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and Litchfield. He's Sam Gorman. And the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Uh, good. How are you? Not too bad. Was it uh, good to get back on the 90 by 90 by 90 by 90 diamond yesterday? It, it, uh, it should not be 45 degrees <laughs> playing baseball. <laughs> Luckily, we, we were in the, in the confines of the Don Lee Field press box. But it's still way too cold because we had the windows open. You know, you got to let that little natural sound in and... Yeah. Helps you feel the game, but it, it's just not as fun. I saw the temperature got officially up to at least 50 yesterday. That so. was first pitch. <laughs> and then it just it dove, yeah, uh, it, dove uh, from there. And then you're back on the uh, 60 by 60 by 60 by 60 diamond today. That uh, Yeah, we get good old Butler County making the trip up. The Lady Bears. The Lady Bears, yeah. Okay, we got some spring sports in, uh, spring sports in full effect. Over there in chair number three, it's Tuesday. We say good morning and welcome back. First Baptist Church Litchfield knows him as their worship and discipleship minister. The Internal Revenue Service knows him as Dennis Ooh, C. Cook. Their name's Yukon Cornelius. You lovingly know him as Yukon Cornelius. Morning, Humble Bumble. What's going on? Welcome back. Thanks for having me. It's good to be back. Good to see you. Uh, you're not wearing your staff shirt, I noticed. My what? Your staff your new staff shirt. Oh, I'm sorry. I couldn't didn't understand what you said. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm going to have to go back to middle school weight, I think, before that. Really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. So, I mean, I feel like you're judging me right now. No, I'm, I'm not tr- at all. I just, no, I, I I know efforts were made to remedy that fact, so I, it's, it's that's on us. I just want to say. If we, didn't, if we didn't do it, it's on us. I just want to say it. that it, it, it's a very uh, prominent thing in my office at church, so thank you for that. Good. Uh, how's your bracket holding up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I burned that uh, a couple Thursdays ago. I haven't looked in the last, I haven't looked since yesterday. To see where you are, you might have cycled back through. I know. In, I know the final three. The last three are <laughs> are me, and I finished just a, like a barely ahead of Sam, and he finished barely ahead of Ken. But Saturday night, there was one point in time that Saturday night I took a screen grab of it that Christy Buckles was number one. Oh, and I wow. thought I better take a screen grab. This will never happen again. She'll want it preserved for posterity. Uh, um, yeah, well, I think it's a it's a two person race right now. Yeah, it's a, definitely a definitely a two person. Uh, race weather-wise today we're going to get one more quiet chilly day before a more dynamic weather day tomorrow the action will kick in tomorrow we'll see a forecast high of about 80 for tomorrow 
and could get close to a record. I think the record regionally is about 83. We'll see wind speeds increase by sunrise tomorrow, gust into the day and night of uh, maybe some 45 to 55 mile an hour gusts tomorrow. So you want to be... Um, you want to be aware of that. Whew. Cloudy today, a 2 in 10 chance of rain, high of 53. We'll see temperatures actually rising overnight. So 53 is our high. Wow. In the overnight hours, we'll see the temperature increase to um, probably about 62 about sunrise tomorrow. And then we will see wind and evening thunderstorms tomorrow Um and we'll see a high of 80 for tomorrow, then tomorrow night overnight low of 50, and then settle into that mid-50s to lower 60s pattern for the next several days. So spring is definitely definitely here. We're going to get that. No more 45-degree nights at Don Well, I can't promise that because I can't see further than, than 10 days. Mm-hmm. I will just say that the likelihood of it decreases significantly. Yeah. So it's chilly. Ukrainian forces claim to have retaken a Kiev suburb and an eastern town from the Russians in what is becoming a back and forth stalemate on the ground while negotiators began assembling for another round of talks yesterday, uh, today aimed at uh, stopping the fighting ahead of the talks to be held in uh, Turkey. Uh, Zelensky said his country is prepared to declare its neutrality as Moscow demand, uh, has demanded and opened a compromise on the fate of the Donbass. The contested region in the country's east. That is, you know, a month ago, a month ago, Zelensky and Ukrainians were saying we need to get into NATO, but they've used that as a bargaining chip to say, say we'll stay out of NATO if you'll just leave us alone and you'll go back to where you came from and let us kind of get back to. But sadly, the damage is done. I mean, the lives are lost, the buildings are demolished, the cities are in ruin. So it's a little bit, uh, it's a little bit too late. Probably should have gotten into NATO while. You know, while they while they could, except that's just to presume that we were welcoming that the rest of NATO said, "Come on in," because the moment you the moment we let Ukraine into NATO, then we're obligated to defend them with troops, and so then that it, it may not been just as simple as saying, "Hey, yeah, come on in." The door wasn't necessarily open; they might have knocked, and we might have said, "No, sorry, that door is closed." Presently, uh, President Biden. He did uh, said yesterday he was not walking anything back after his weekend comment about Putin. Basically, he said that there's no way that uh, cannot remain in power. Putin said there's absolutely no way. Biden said there's absolutely no way that Putin should remain in power. He well, said he needs to be put in his place. Yeah, he, I mean, and and I, I didn't nail that. Put in his place. Putin put in. Okay, got it. All right. Um, uh, it, it 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 was good up there. Did 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 trace? No, it. it was fine. I just I, I was mid thought, and so I wasn't really processing. But Dennis is the one that groaned, by the way. Yeah, he, I did. He, officially, he groaned. I, I, did. I did not. Y- groan. You thought it was funny. Uh, There's a point here somewhere. I. <laughs> <laughs> um, Biden, President Biden, said exactly what all of us are thinking. There's no way this guy should be able to stay in power. But. President Biden speaks for a nation, and he speaks on behalf of policy. And it is not the official policy of the United States that says this guy should be removed from power in any way other than the ballot box. But we know that their ballot boxes function a little bit differently in Russia. So he just said he was speaking from a position of moral outrage, and I don't blame him for that. I'm I'm morally outraged at it as well. The president is just in a different category, is that he's speaking for the whole Rather than for the individual, True. so that's uh, you got to be careful about what he about what uh, he says because other people, other bat, 
I don't know that they would even call them bad actors, but other actors then would hear that and go, all right, we're supposed to go take him out. And I don't know that any of us would be sad over that proposition, but I don't know that the United States wants to be the one who orders that because then do we they also want to have do a to Fidel Castro kind of thing with, with like a cigar that or we have to play defense uh-huh. you know then all of a sudden if we decide we're going to we're going to take this one out then who are they going to try and take out uh, on the other side so it's uh, it's uh, definitely is dicey a death investigation is underway in Clarkson yesterday morning about 10 Clarkson police chief Buck Meredith was dispatched to Brentwood Manor apartments at 328 North Patterson after a deceased female was found about 100 yards from the apartment complex, she was pronounced deceased at the scene by Grayson County Coroner's Office. Uh, the woman was a resident of the complex. I think I read just a few minutes ago she has been identified. Big uh, Thompson was the last name, and I think uh, mid to late 60 years of age. I meant to jot that down on my way to the studio, uh, but did not. Uh, according to State Police Public Affairs Officer Scotty Sharp, troopers and detectives are currently conducting a death investigation that uh, they don't currently believe foul play was involved, but the autopsy results will be back in a couple mm-hmm. of days and give them a better idea. 66-year-old Irene Thompson. Irene Thompson. Sad to hear about that, and, but not, you know, un- unsure of the particulars of that, but found near that apartment complex there in Clarkson. Uh, Caneyville man who had um, uh, was basically uh, working around the parole system, has been uh, and has been on multiple most wanted lists, has been captured with uh, assistance from Grayson County's new canine officer, uh, Zeus. Saturday afternoon about 4, uh, state uh, police spotted 37-year-old Joseph Parks on Morgantown Street in Caneyville. He fled into the Center Street area. And Deputy Sean Fentress from the Grayson County Sheriff's Office, along with K-9 Officer Zeus, responded to the scene. They tracked him. It took about 230 yards, and they tracked him, and he was arrested. So good job to the law enforcement officers and to Zeus. Yes, uh, Sarah and I uh, saw that article. I believe it was last night. And we read the title. The title alone uh, scared us. Uh, You know, when you are tracked and found, by the canine, mm-hmm. something going on. Mm-hmm. When the canine finds you, you know it. That's I always you can feel it when I'd watch live PD or, or those shows when they'd release the canine and let him go, and it was turn like, oh, oh you better just right. turn yourself. We in knew now. what that title meant mm-hmm. when we read it. Yeah, go Zeus, kick him. Grayson County High School will send a pair of bass <laughs> fishers to the SAF Nationals after a strong performance in state competition on Saturday. River Blanton, Braden Sadler tied for 11th place out of 186 total boats at Burnside Island State Park on Lake Cumberland. They have now qualified for the national championship, which will be held in late June down in Florence, Alabama. Uh, River spent most of his winter on the basketball team. Isn't that right, Sam? I think he, he he's one of those kids that if he wasn't on the basketball court, he was on the lake fishing. Gotcha. So he was able Cause to. Because I know that he... He, every year they put out a program that has, you know, their favorite athlete. Mm-hmm. And they went through, you know, you know Kobe Bryant, you know, LeBron. You see, you see all of those, and Rivers was a name. I was like, who is that? It is rare that I get an athlete that I didn't know, and I Googled him, and he's apparently like one of the world's best bass fishers. Ah, like, gotcha. well, that explains a lot. I'll bet That's it wasn't awesome. Bill Dance. It was not. <laughs> it was not. I've got it, got it in there because I tried to work it into a game because I, I, I had not heard the name. 
So, you know, a lot of uh, – you, you get athletes that go from one sport to another. When yeah. one sport ends, then they – hit the other and they hit the other but most of the time it's your football players will go to the basketball court your basketball players will then go to the uh, to the baseball field or girls mm-hmm. basketball to the softball field there you know in this case you got he comes off the hardwood and then he hits the boat hits the water let's throw that pickup full screen there i want to see this now these fish. is it still a thing that you, you, you are in want of a cougar bass fishing jersey uh yeah who doesn't uh who doesn't we might have connections on that now okay that is awesome all right fair enough reel in those trophies boys reel them on in a bill aimed at jump starting the introduction of charter schools in kentucky has won approval from a senate panel yesterday putting it one vote away from clearing the legislature the measure calls for the initial charter school opening one each in louisville and northern kentucky and would set up a permanent funding stream for charters. Any uh, curious why Lexington was left out? There's one for Northern Kentucky, which makes sense because of the population. Makes sense for there to be one in Louisville as well. But a little surprised that there wasn't one earmarked for uh, Lexington. I told you yesterday the legislature wouldn't gavel into session until today, and they're scheduled to work tomorrow. I would imagine this is going to move forward today in the legislature so that it can go on over to the governor's office so that he can veto it so that they've got the remaining days to do the veto override. That's at least my anticipation of what's going to happen with that bill. There's some other things happening in Frankfurt that uh, you should be aware of. A bill restricting the use of state funds to challenge the constitutionality of any legislation passed by the General Assembly was among bills approved by the Senate State and Local Government Committee yesterday. House Bill uh, 248, sponsored by uh, Daniel Elliott from Danville, would ban any statewide elected officer other than the Attorney General from spending state money to bring or support a challenge to the constitutionality of any legislative act or resolution of the General Assembly. So basically they're saying the governor can't do it. Um. He says, in explaining it to the committee, he says this, the General Assembly has the constitutional authority to make laws. The governor's constitutional obligation is to enforce the laws and the public's confidence in its chief legal officer, the attorney general, to advise on the constitutionality of legislation. I understand where you like your math right now because you think that you're insulated and you go, okay, this can only turn out in our favor. All I ask you to do is when you're in these leadership positions and you try and pass legislation like this, do the thing that's hard in life, reverse the roles, and see if you would like the terms being dictated to you in the way that you're asking the terms to be dictated to your opponents or adversaries because eventually that coin will turn over and you'll find, ooh, I don't like it when the water's running the other way. And that's seemingly what the legislature is starting to do in some cases. Uh, I understand the supermajority that they have in both chambers. And it's such a supermajority super that they have the ability to set up political districts in ways to where they're pitting members of the minority against one another to the point that uh, Mary Lou Marzian, who is a fixture in the legislature for nearly 30 years, she dropped out of the race yesterday because she doesn't basically want to run against one of her contemporaries in another district. But by consolidating legislative districts, the supermajority has led this to pitting them and it's forcing some of them out of the race, trying to permanently set these numbers or stack the deck in their favor. Well, 
You mean gerrymandering? Gerrymandering at its finest. And and so I I understand that when you you have a supermajority, you think, okay, well, we've been giving we've been given a mandate by the people. And to an extent, that's true. But here's what's going to happen is that if you just if you systematically weed out the Democratic Party to where you have, let's say your numbers continue to grow. Let's say 90% of the legislature is the Democratic Party and they become insignificant. All your all will creep up will be a fra- a faction within the Republican Party that then wars with the others. Like we by our nature are are people of varying interest or opinions. And so it the we used to play on the same team, but now our team got so big there weren't enough basketballs. Like, because it's like you have a even in Frankfurt right now, you have a Savannah Maddox faction of that party. Yes, and then you have a I don't know who would be the the example of somebody who would be more of a a moderate uh, or you know because I mean Maddox is more of your your right wing far right wing, but it, you're already seeing some of that start to happen, and I mean it's in both sides. When any entity gets large enough, that divisiveness happens i mean then you have competition between the two and you no longer are wearing the same jersey and that's kind of even if you're using the jersey example it's like if you look at a fan base of of a sports team is that you have different groups of fans and a fan base you're all cheering for kentucky basketball Mm -hmm. but you have right now even look at it you have a group of fans who want john calipari run out of town in lexington and then you have some fans who are saying no what are you doing and then you have some fans that are saying hey like something's got to change, and you're kind of starting to see that kind of grow apart there. Kind of to use a different example of a non-political. That's good. Yeah, it, it's it's a perfect analogy for the point that that I'm trying to make. In that, if your if your majority gets so big, then you will just start to have divisiveness and varying uh, uh, points of view or opinion within your party. And then the next thing you know, you got party members voting against party members. And then that causes ripple effect, and then that, you know, then elections change. And so I just, you just got to be careful about going too far. Just because you can doesn't mean it always means that you should. And that's what I would caution against because it's just, it's looking, um, well, when you control the narrative, when you control what gets a vote, when you when you control when gets a vote, you have basically silenced a huge group of people just because the math is because the the deck is stacked in your favor. I just I would just caution. I hope that it doesn't come back to get, bite. Get people. me a sports gambling vote. That's all I ask for. <laughs> well, and it may get voted down, but at least it will have been voted. I, I'll also say this: I've been, you know, I listen to KSR quite a bit. Uh, obviously, it airs on one of our stations, and you know Matt Jones is very, very impassioned about uh, how Robert Stivers from Clay County has so much power. And I, I would just say this: if you are a Republican who thinks, or Democrat who thinks that Robert Stivers has too much power uh, as the basically the Senate president, as the majority leader in the Senate, if you think that's the case. You need to work on your legislator, your senator, so that the next time that that who is the president of the Senate is decided upon, that it's not him. If there's one person in Clay County that has too much power, then how do you figure out how to take that power and assign it somewhere else? You won't convince the people from Clay County to vote out Robert Stivers. 
mm-hmm. but you can convince other members of the legislature to not make him the Senate president. And that's where your change is made. Your change is not made in Clay County. Why do you keep electing this guy? So that's the way that's the way you do it. Um, Louisville, we do have a team in the final four from Kentucky. Good news. All is not lost. The UofL women's team is in the final four after a 62 to 50 victory over I'm Michigan. I'm wondering, what is the shirt? I, I know that they get the NCAA makes a shirt and I'm, I'm, it seems like that their graphic designer might need a little bit of extra. I mean, so it's a scissor it's smiler a face. Yeah, scissor smiley face. Is it face? supposed to be the cardinal beak? That is a scissors. Because I was looking at this earlier, and the scissors have eyes. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I, again, fully admit, I'm not a graphic designer by any means. I just feel like they could have done a little better. It's a little too cartoony, is what you're yeah. saying. A little too yeah. cartoony for your taste. I tell you, I did like the Nike. That of course Adidas has to do their own thing. But I did like the ball-in shirts of the of all the Nike teams were wearing here in the tournament. The ball-in, ball-in type of thing. I thought that was pretty clever. A lot of pressure on them to figure out something cool to do for that tournament each year. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way here on In the Know. Southern comfort running through my veins. My mama was the wind, and my daddy was a train. I'm the second coming of the midnight. Ride. Sometimes the honest reactions are the best reactions. <laughs> this is awkward. <laughs> Today is be one of those pay extra for the conversations yeah, in between the, the shows. In the no plus. Yeah, K105 Digital Productions Plus. <laughs> mom and mom and pop uh, business day. Mom and pop business owners day today. Uh, it is also Vietnam Veterans Day today. We'll tell you why when we get to today in history. And, Dennis, you might want to be aware that uh, today is piano day. Oh, that's exciting. Um, do you know why today is piano day? I was would assume that this was the... In- the invention of the piano on this day, but I have no idea. It's not that simple. Today is the 88th day of the year. I love that. So I thought that you, is would, fantastic. Uh, you would like the symmetry. Between 88th, okay. my friend. Yeah, that's right. 88th day of... That's solid. That is cool. 88th day of the year. The March of Kindness continues today. This one has mm-hmm. lots of possibilities. Call someone you haven't talked to in a while. That's good. So I know I'll get no phone calls from Sam. I'll get mm-hmm. no phone calls from Dennis today. <laughs> Dennis, a, you can't call Joey. I presume you've, you can't, you've talked to Joey. You cannot. Uh, you know, but if we're honest, guys, I want to take it and go a little bit deeper. Have we really talked to each other? <laughs> we There are things uh, to say, but have we talked? Talked? Hmm. Uh, I think we've talked about as much as we're going to. <laughs> wow, well, that I'll, hurt. Now, that went deep. Can I talk to another member of the Cook family? Because I can potentially get well, that sure. later on. Sure. sure but that, I'd, rather you, I'd rather you not contact anybody, but that's fine. Dennis, are you an avid participant in April Fool's Day? Believe it or not, I am not. Uh, I, You know, uh, that's not me. I'm yeah. not because I don't want to have to play defense all day. Yeah. I, I feel like if you run offense on April Fool's Day, you better be. You just you get what's coming to you. 
And, you know, it's all fun and games. My thought process is to be a jokester 364 days, not on April Fool's, and then, like, mm-hmm. I don't wear green on St. Patrick's, but I'll wear it every other day. Yeah. That's a strategy in and of itself. Yes. Sam, are you an April Fool? Mm, I know? can't tell that I ever have... I couldn't think of one that I've potentially done. Here are some suggestions for well, those know, of you that might even be even in the lucky. building, like I know Misty would always say that it don't don't like don't even try. Yeah, she doesn't. Uh, she, she was not she, on board with April Fool's Day be, at all. She didn't want to be pranked. Um, and it got to the point. Well, even Rick and Bubba got to the point where their pranks got so out of hand mm. they had to mm-hmm. sign a treaty. It's called the Lake Gunnersville Treaty. <laughs> if you ever hear them refer to it, that's what it is. That's it's, great. They had to. They had to have a summit where all uh-huh. the practical jokesters came together and signed an armistice that said they would not. They would not prank one another any longer because it got way too out of hand. Uh, here are some either mild or minor. I know you might consider them major things. Um, number one, con- a piece of paper? convince them <laughs> that you plucked their eyebrows. So apparently there is a filter that if you can get into someone's phone, it's called a Y2K thin eyebrow filter. And if they look in their camera, their eyebrows will disappear. But the joke is you wouldn't let them know that you've added that filter to their phone. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that works, but mm-hmm. okay. it's, it's it's being suggested it's as a possibility. Until they look in a mirror, right? I, I would I would mm-hmm. presume, yeah, that that it would take a lot to carry that con out. Yeah, it completely. feels like that's that's a lot of work for. Agreed. Now this one is much more my speed. Tell them to expect a prank and then don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that would be yeah. If I uh-huh. if, if I get you leaning left and then I go right, then we might be good on to something. Uh, text an awkward question, then pretend it never happened. <laughs> Okay. All right. That's, uh, ooh, that's out there. Hide nine items in their room, but tell them you hid ten. Lamo. I tell you, it is one of my favorite senior pranks, though. The one that they turned the pigs loose in the school, and they turned five pigs loose, but they left out like the number four. Yeah, yeah. They numbered them one, two, three, five, and six. That's great. <laughs> so they spent the rest of the day looking for number four. I mean, <laughs> that type of thing really mm-hmm. amuses me. Uh, tell them you signed them up for a big marathon. Yeah, no one. Would, I, I wouldn't believe it. Uh, text. I need to tell you something, and then never respond. Uh, I, I, that sounds like everyday life for a lot of people. Say, I, there's somebody in my contact list that'll do that sometimes. Oh, ask them to crack your back. All right, you know somebody like yes. you have a crack your back. But here's the trick: grab a oh. piece of raw pasta yeah, yeah. and hold it between your back teeth. And when they crack your back, bite down on that pasta so that they hear the sound. Mm-hmm. All right. So it sounds like it's even worse than it is. Yes. Yes. Convince them their favorite celebrity was just canceled. Make it look like you went on a big vacation on Instagram. <laughs> Checking in all these various places. That's great. Uh, convince them their mouse is broken. Play a little prank by installing a discreet Bluetooth mouse in their laptop. Then when they log in to work for the day, move the cursor movements as they try to use theirs. Oh, so you put the little dongle mm-hmm. in the side. Mm-hmm. They're trying to use yeah. theirs, but you're overriding it with yours. That that is frustrating. If you're ever working on a computer and somebody logs into it remotely, there's somebody. No one would ever do that in this building. And then you're warring. <laughs> then you're warring over. It's like oh, some. And then you can realize somebody else is trying to use it. Okay, I'll log off. 
and um, then convince them it's a different day of the week than it is. So that's a that's copying uh, the Jim and Dwight, the say, Jim and Dwight you, you from the e- office. You could easily get that one with me. Those are See, pretty weak in my. Jim and Dwight have some good ones because for the Jim most part Dwight they're Dwight. all like I, my favorite. I think is the putting the coins in the phone. And then taking them all out one day, so he hits himself in the head with a phone. <laughs> I saw the one the other day where Jim had had Dwight's office phone forwarded to his desk. Mm. So oh, that with that Bluetooth, call, right? With Bluetooth, uh-huh. yes. And then he kept trying to give me that Bluetooth. But then he decided he was going to use his cell phone, and Jim had hacked his cell phone account <laughs> and forwarded all his cell phone wow. calls to his desk phone. That's what it was. So and funny. so I thought these I are... The, the red wire that he bought? <laughs> he... I don't remember that one. Um, I just have... the. Uh, I will say the elaborate cons yes. that Jim could run... Oh, yeah. the, the red wire was just he bought a spool of red wire at a store and just ran it all the way through the office and up a telephone pole. And it went to nowhere. <laughs> but obviously, when you find a red wire connected to your computer, you, you got to find out where it goes. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe a binge watch of Office of the Office over the next 48 hours there you go. may position your April Fool's game strong. It doesn't have to be things that hurt people. It doesn't you don't have to spray water in their face, but like you say the red wire to nowhere and is a pretty good Dennis one. is an office expert in his family that could probably Oh my goodness. <laughs> give you a list Gracie of examples. has every word <laughs> memorized. That'd be all right. Uh, Pillsbury is welcoming back limited edition Easter cookie dough varieties. Uh, Bunny-shaped sugar cookie dough. Chick-shaped sugar cookie dough. Those are hard to say. Egg-shaped cutout cookie dough. I like these. These cookies are pretty good. They're fine. I will almost guarantee you there will be some of these in our refrigerator. Yeah, Mm -hmm. It'll be like, oh, we're... Yeah, Alea and I are going to bake cookies. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Just a matter of time. I'm not buying sugar cookies. I can tell you that. <laughs> You're going to have some sort of chocolate did, no, in there did, at did some you, point. Did you agree with us on our cookie conversation yesterday that the oatmeal raisin is the biggest letdown? No. You like oatmeal raisin? They're my favorite cookie. Really? Oatmeal raisin? Mm-hmm. I find them to be sketchy because it could easily be dates or it could be. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Y'all getting me upset. And that's fine. <laughs> uh, uh, is this the April Fool's? Simone, Simone Boutet of Oak Park, Illinois, okay. said shoes started being delivered to her home by UPS. What was that? That was weird. Wait, Dennis, you're gone. Are you gone? Am I? Yeah. Hmm. Well, all right, guys. <laughs> see y'all next Tuesday. Wait a minute. Let's see. Check one. Are you still there? Wow. Oh, wait a second. Check Try one, two. Oh, check one, two. you're back. I heard a little static in my... I did, too. That's weird. Is this an April <laughs> Fool's joke? That was a long con we set up. You did good. <laughs> we ran that from a long way. Of... Tell us about these shoes. What <laughs> no, happened? I don't even want to anymore. Really? It's ruined. Yeah. The I whole, ruined the, it? The whole thing. You didn't ruin it. Oh. Technology ruined it. I don't know what it was, but now the, the moment's gone. We can't... That was weird. We so you're le- leaving us hanging. That was weird. Shoes just kept showing up at her house, and she doesn't know why. She didn't order them. They just kept appearing. So we could only be so lucky, so long as they were in the right size. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Dennis is going to tell us his input on the slap heard around the world. That's ahead. We're on In the Know.
Did you know one of the ingredients needed to make dynamite is peanuts? Whoa. Apparently, really? peanuts are required to make dynamite. So I guess Dennis, your son, can't make dynamite. One of my sons cannot, and yeah, I did not know. What's that about? I don't know. It's, I, I planted that seed for you to do some, some homework on your own okay. time. When you're killing time at the office today, Dennis, you can look it up and find out why Marty. why that is. Okay. Well, I don't kill a lot of time, but... Right. Wink, wink. What's that? What's wink, wink? <laughs> nod, nod, <laughs> wink, wink. Gotcha. Okay. It's the oil. Peanut, Peanut oil. oil. Peanut oil? Okay. Thanks. I don't have to... Wow. The oil makes glycerol, which in turn can be used to make nitroglycerin, a yeah. key ingredient. Yeah, glycerin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so nitroglycerin tablets. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Um, well, there's a nitroglycerin reference in uh, Christmas Vacation. Uh, Uncle Lewis makes reference to the nitro. <laughs> you couldn't hear a you couldn't hear a dump truck backing into a nitroglycerin plant. plant. <laughs> That's right. That's what it is. Uh, Uncle uh, Lewis. <laughs> all right. The slap heard round the world. First, Dennis, was it real or was it a work? It was real. It was real. Yeah. Interesting. Now, let me just tell you, uh, I'm sure you got perturbed with me yesterday commenting online. I actually did not get perturbed with you yesterday. But I want you to know that offices around the world were tuning in to your show, (laughs) waiting for comments. Offices. Got it. Well, the church office. (laughs) I'll say two of them from First Baptist Church. Yeah. Yeah, Christy and I had it on, okay? (laughs) Okay. Uh, Joey heard it from another room. (laughs) So Joey was actually working and... Uh, yeah. It was on in the background while I was working. <laughs> Sam, I just was asking a question. <sighs> so there's no there's no room for it to be. At least the two of them were in on it. You don't you don't. There's no room. So in your, he thinks it's real 100 percent, right? Yeah, I think it's real 100 percent. Um, and I think that he did that because he felt bad initially because he laughed. Will Smith. I think that he realized that he laughed initially and he looked over and then he thought, I got to make up for this somehow. So I'm going to go overboard and defend my wife. And, and he, I think that was real. And, you know, I read his apology last night uh, via his uh, verified Instagram page. And uh, I, that, that it solidified it for me even more. But of course he has to apologize for it. That's well, well, he that's didn't keeping, have to. That's keeping with the con. No, that's it's 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 an entire journey. This is this is a group of performers. That's all they do. Is, I understand your all perspective. They do is perform. KSR had a good point. They all agreed with Dennis and said that it, it was real. And one of them made the point saying that this was Will Smith, one of the biggest nights of Will Smith's acting career. You know, he was going to win any one. You know, best actor of the Oscars. That's a huge honor for an actor. But now anyone, when anyone ever thinks of this Oscars, what are they going to think of? The slap. Like, why would he do that? Why would that be planned out? Because you know that that was going to be the biggest story on a night where he was going to be honored. This wasn't just a random Oscars. He didn't know that he was going to win. I mean. I I think everybody. But still, there was the chance. It wasn't like he wasn't even nominated and this was the 2014 Oscars or Mm-hmm. Whatever it was, I will admit I have had a hard time figuring out what it is he has to gain by doing it, other than what I just told you yesterday. This is the currency they trade in, which is attention, and mm-hmm. you know 
would you would you allow for the fact that Chris Rock has a new tour that starts day after tomorrow, and all of a sudden ticket sales are spiking mm-hmm. for you know Chris like tickets that were selling for forty five dollars are now selling for four hundred fifty dollars. I mean, if I'm being honest, I'm not sure the last time I had a thought about Chris Rock before Sunday night. Yeah, I, I get all that, and I understand the the viewpoint of they are performers, and I get that. And Will Smith is one of a fantastic actor, but the Chris Rock is not a fantastic actor. I've seen a lot of his stuff. Yeah, he's not. He just plays himself. But what he did last night as uh, Richard walked up to the podium, uh, you know, uh, his eyes were fearful. His reactions were uh, bracing because he didn't know what was ha- what was coming, in my I opinion. still maintain, have you ever slapped another man, Dennis? I have not. Yeah, I mean, I, it's just... Now, and I, you, I, I'm going to guess you haven't thrown a punch either. I have not. But my guess is, if you were going to do one of the two, you'd throw a punch. I wouldn't slap. Yeah, I, I just that. That's why I just couldn't. You know, and the old, you know, the slap, slap. You know, the old acting slap, slap. It, I, I, it just, it just. I thought Chris Rock was bracing because it's a. Did you see it, the freeze a, frame that it, I was talking it's about? It's a natural response. Yeah, where he kind of goes, "Oh, I know what's about to happen," mm-hmm. because. He, but also, if someone charges you, don't you go into a defensive posture? Don't you at least step back? Don't you put your hands up? Don't you do? Not if you're think, thinking in the moment and go, this is live television. Anything that I do other than just take it could be perceived as. I think this is post slap. Yeah, that's post slap. Yes, it is. Okay. But will we ever know? We, there, there will be movies. There will be movies that break this down. The slap. Try and figure the, out the slap. Yes. I mean, this is one of the most entertaining things about the Oscars in decades. Well, I'm just saying if it's real, shouldn't there be more punishment? You know, when you talk about viol- well, violence it. isn't the answer to anything. You shouldn't put your hands on people, et cetera. So he got standing, he got a standing ovation 30 right. minutes later. Right. So there's just, there's I'm a disconnect there. here between like, I'm, if I'm if, saying it's real and I'm, uh, and I'm saying that there should be punishment for the action. And what should the punishment be? Got well, idea? I'm not judge and jury, but okay. Sam, have you read the thing circulating it's online this almost week? Almost too late now. About the true, a a legitimate cloak of invisibility. No. Yes, um, I'm going to find out. It's where one of them was. Harry Potter's things. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Now I think I did. T- I, now that it's coming back, I think I did see a headline. There was I don't something know that in I show it. prep yesterday that I didn't get to, and so a UK company has revealed a line of invisibility shields that rely on surprisingly simple technology. To make users invisible to the naked eye. It's called the Shield Company, a startup invisibility shield company inspired by Harry Potter's iconic invisibility cloak to design a precision engineered lens array to deflect the light from the subject sitting behind the shield away from the observer. The lenses are oriented to allow light from the subject to diffuse when it passes through the shield, light from the subject's background is refracted toward the observer. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. apparently, it's just like a mirror. There are a couple. That's right. There's a couple of okay. inches. There are a couple of inches thick, or and and supposedly hmm. they're only three hundred ninety four dollars. They must not work very well. If they <laughs> if they worked for real, they would be worth three hundred and ninety four thousand yeah. dollars, and not three hundred and 
ninety. I don't know. I've, so I'd always fun. wondered if if I actually could get a hands on an invisibility cloak if I would use it or not. Like, w- would that be something that like would you want to go invisible? Uh, just to say you could, uh-huh. yes. I, guess, I don't yeah. know that I would like to frequently do uh-huh. that, but it would be nice to just know you could do it. Uh-huh. Like, Talk about the best April Fool's joke. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, that yeah, would, right. Would, would be good joke. So, uh, three hundred ninety-four dollars. I know what I'm getting Sam for Christmas. Now. <laughs> we got to get to a break. We'll come wow. back. Got more on the way here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. If poison is beyond its expiration date, is it more poisonous or less poisonous? Hmm. Does poison have an expiration date? I don't know, but let's just presume that it did. Would it be more or less well, I guess it, poisonous. Is, it, is it like I would me- say less is it like medicine because I think when medicine expires it's like it takes down the it loses its efficacy thank you was... bless bless you <laughs> speaking I, of bless you blessed, can we you. talk about uh Christy yesterday for a second I did not know I'm sorry to ruin what your segment is <laughs> I did not your know she so. had sneeze uh palooza uh, <laughs> ascitis uh, I, I did mm-hmm. get a little worried that's typical for her uh when she sneezes once is it typical it's not that it's never happened before uh she's usually uh she's usually a three or four sneezer is that right Mm -hmm. yes but she's not a 15 sneezer most of the time but i have seen it happen a few times Uh bless her heart um dennis we're a couple of weeks away from easter of it of course you know we're we're going to be once Thursday rolls around, we get into the month of April with like lots of Easter activities. But you all have something special planned at First Baptist Church, but in it's uh, actually happening on the campus of Grayson County High School. Yeah, tell us about it. This is awesome. Like in the past, we've really made uh, Easter a huge outreach to our community and attempted to through things like an Easter egg hunt and things like that. But last year, uh, we uh, were able to use the high school uh, football field walking track area. Uh, track area there and uh, expand what we do even more and we're going to continue that this year we want to invite everybody out on the saturday before easter that's saturday april 16th at 10 o'clock and there's going to be stations all around the track surrounding the football field for families to go as a family around and and hear the gospel message and, and also receive things at each station for all the kiddos so uh we're uh, hoping for great weather and uh, an awesome event. We had a huge turnout last year, and this is a great uh, thing for the kids to come out and do as well. So bring the whole family and come out and join us at the football field, Grayson County High School, the Saturday before Easter. Will there be peeps? There's going to be some peeps there. My peeps will be there. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm talking the, the marshmallow kind. Oh, I think those are banned. Ooh. Should um, Do you think it would be an appropriate time to tell people what's happening on April 15th? Oh, that would be that would be a great thing. So something has transpired since uh, Dennis was here last week. Uh-huh. We did get it uh, worked out and solidified. Oh, good that on Friday, April the fifteenth, our Good Friday show will be hosted by uh, myself and Dennis and Misty Thomas. Fantastic! So we will be um, 
be celebrating Good Friday together. So excited about good to uh, see Miss together Miss. again. Excited about her coming home for uh, the special special day. Wonderful. So looking forward to that. On television tonight, on Fox, the season two premiere of Name That Tune, and on ID, True Conviction, Scene of the Crime. I have a feeling I know which one the Cooks will be watching. They'll be watching Lady Cougar Softball against Butler County on K105 Digital Productions at 530. Am I right, Dennis? <laughs> yes. By the way. Sure. I'm sorry, that graphic thing that I made for you, Sam, I'm sorry it's so bad. But the version of that logo I have is so terrible. It's Oh, is this? Oh, the the Butler County. I mean, is there such thing as a good Butler County It's like go? behind the scenes here. What's... what's I had I had gotten that far ahead. Did the best I could. I hadn't gotten that far ahead yet. Well, that's nice. Garbage in, garbage out. Wow. You said it, not me. Today's (laughs) highlight in history. We all were witnesses. That's all I'm saying. President, listen. A a month ago, they were on my list. (laughs) I've got calmed down. George W. Bush. We have we have to settle. We have to balance the scales of justice somehow. And that's how we're going to do it. President George. I can't wait to see it. The shadow meter gets turned up. We throw it up. This date in 2004, President George W. Bush welcomed seven former Soviet bloc nations mm-hmm. into a NATO into NATO during a White House ceremony. They were Romania, Bulgaria, Slovakia, Lithuania, Slovenia, Latvia, and Estonia. Nailed it. Thank you. Good job. Uh, the last United States combat troops left South Vietnam this date in 1973. Good job. Good work. Direct military involvement in the Vietnam War. Impressive, or something I need to know about? Or? No, we're no, just no, looking no, no, at no, your, no, your no, phenomenal no, no, no. graphic design work. Yeah, Eric Idle is seventy nine today from Monty Python. Vangelis is seventy one, uh, seventy nine. I've never seen Monty Python, by the way. Really? You don't know? Bring I know a lot of the references. The Bring out your dead. I know all the. I Bring know a lot dead. of the references. Never sat and watched. Them. I'm not quite dead yet. Uh, Amy Sedaris <laughs> is sixty one today. That's good. Comedian. Alex loves it though. Alex is watching. <laughs> really? Yeah. Alex has seen it, but you haven't. Not yeah. quite dead yet. L. McPherson is 59 today, and Jennifer Capriati is 46 today. No clue. Help me here. Jennifer Capriati uh, played a role in King Richard. At least she was part of the storyline. Oh, okay. No. Uh, before Venus and Serena came along, Jennifer Capriati was the gold standard of like one of the most. I think she signed at age fourteen or oh, something okay. like that. Gotcha. She was the first teenager to get a big endorsement deal in professional women's tennis. Okay. Now, um, is, it, is it worth watching, King yeah, Richard? It's good. Yeah, it's yeah. good okay. movie. I will tell you. Is I'm it, glad I watched it Saturday and platform? didn't watch it. Monday. Yeah, that's true. HBO Max. Oh, okay. Uh, which. You're I, supposed to have. Yeah, I do. Okay. I do. Yes. So no, I, I, I used to yes. have a subscription. I have. Too. Yes. No. And, and I have. I've consumed. <laughs> John Tyler was born this date in 1790. Our tenth U.S. president. Cy Young in 1867. Okay. Pearl Bailey in 1918. Why do I know Pearl Bailey? Uh, Pearl Bailey was a jazz singer. Hmm. Uh, Por- sure. Porgy and Bess. Maybe maybe we've had her on a chart topper. Takes that's two where... to tango. Okay. Maybe. Oh, that it does. It's true. <laughs> chart toppers. Pulled this one just for Dennis's benefit. This is Al Dexter and the guitar polka. I, I, I knew I heard the accordion. Huh. 
I know that that's supposed to be the guitar polka. <laughs> your son always has headphones in, usually when he, when he's getting ready for work. I'm just assuming that that's what he's listening to. Yeah, I've right? got to hope so. Yeah, some some people listen to Eminem's "Lose Yourself" to get uh-huh. pumped up. Some people listen to <laughs> Al Dexter "Guitar Polka." <laughs> and then this comes up next. Webb Pierce, number one in 55 within the jailhouse now. Is this on Norman's, like, is this one of his ringtones? Uh huh. Okay. Yep. Just, just asking. He's got it set on a geofence when he leaves 3 6. And he pulls away from the jail. This starts playing Great. on his phone. He's in the jailhouse. And then Junior Brown comes on. <laughs> uh, got a star. The OJ's number one in 73. The big one right here. Oh, look, it's Thomas. The, or that wasn't Thomas. That was, I think, Gordon that went by there. Oh, look at that. There's they're all flashback. Thomas the Train. To me, I'm glad it's Thomas. Oh, listen, my, if my little brother heard me missing the names of those trains, he'd probably Sunny. drive up from Western. Have a Cain and Abel situation going yeah. on. <laughs> Joan Jett, out of rock and roll, number one in 82. Guitar Hero song right here. Yes, it is. That's been performed at our house a few times. Insane. Yeah. Bye bye bye. Twenty two years ago today. I've done this dance. The whole thing on the train. No, not on the train, but in a church where where you would assume. Flow Rida, number one, 13 years ago today, was right round. All right, MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Dennis, thanks for coming in. My pleasure, guys. Thank you all. Good to see you, as always. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. No one is you, and that is your power. No one is you, and that is is your power. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Dennis Cook, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.